This episode is brought to you by Gen Z Outdoor. With their flagship product, the Rave Runner Hydration Pack, Gen Z aims to provide style and function through innovative gear and unchained apparel. Learn more of what Gen Z has to offer at livegenz.com or via their Instagram at Gen Z Outdoor. Hey everybody, what is up? I'm Chrissy. I'm Yessie. And you are listening to the Filthy Beat Inspectors podcast. We are coming at you live today from the studio in Denver. We've got a very special guest, VRG, today. VRG, also known as Daniel Pacheco, most of us call him Danny. He's an artist from Boardman, Oregon, and he's been producing since he was 12 years old. He's grown to become a household name in the dubstep and trap scene, and his tracks have accumulated more than 1.8 million plays and counting. Sorry, VRG, but VRG, we have you in custody for the next 30 minutes. Hey, yo, hashtag free VRG. Facts. Open up, <laughs> got it's the FBI. Up. Y'all, y'all, y'all got me locked up. <laughs> we love to see it. So, yeah, well, we were really excited to hear that you wanted a platform to tell your story. And it's crazy how it all lined up. Literally, like, this was like the perfect timing. So what's it been like for you in quarantine? Have you been more productive, less productive? Tell us what it's been like for you. It's been like, it's honestly been like a straight up balance of both. It's like I've been productive and on the, and then sometimes I'm not productive because at the same time, I've been making music for like, what, seven years, eight years without a break, without mm-hmm. a break. So I kind of use this time to like, you know, just like, I guess, reflect and just take a little break, but at the same time, keep working, keep evolving, and 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 just try and you know make just survive basically, survive quarantine, survive survive all this pandemic stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So most of my days usually consist of like working out first of all, working out. Yeah, That's a, gotta get that workout in. Yeah, you gotta get gotta those stay healthy. Gains <laughs> you gotta get those gains. So working out, and then I'll probably just start like working on music right away like right after that and then like the rest of my days i'll just be chilling like on the phone with my girlfriend or something watching netflix you know something something just to get get through it through it all because it's a it's a super difficult time for everybody right now so i'm just trying to like adapt and see what works yeah i feel like you have to kind of develop good habits especially when you're stuck inside and there's not a lot of like places to go with people to see like as long as you're you know taking care of yourself like getting that workout in you know talking to the people that matter to you that's what's most important nowadays a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah i always try i mean i try and keep a close communication with like the people that i'm closer with but lately it's been kind of like up and down but i try at least i try yeah at least you're trying yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you are, and you're the average of who you hang out with so mm-hmm. you got to have a good group of friends especially during this time if you're going to be hanging out with people who are lazy and just want to stay home and do nothing then mm-hmm. sorry buddy but that's how it's like don't be disappointed <laughs> that's how it's gonna be yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean i kind of i kind of just stick to myself i really like having a very very close group of friends like here where i live at least i don't really have friends technically I don't really speak to anyone here. I just stay inside. I just work, 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 work every single day, all day, all night, and just stay focused on whatever, you know, I want to do. Are you in Oregon right now or where are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still I'm still I'm still in Boardman. I'm still in Oregon. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the here it's like a population of like three thousand, about oh, three thousand. Oh wow, 000. small town. It's and I'm the only DJ and music producer here. Hey, I'm lead the, the only, pack. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's been a there's been a couple people that have been wanting to learn, but like it just they don't follow through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you gotta have that dedication, especially if there's you're the only one. Yeah, there's a. I mean, I wouldn't say that the people here aren't dedicated. It's just that mm-hmm. they don't believe in themselves. A lot of people don't believe in themselves and they think it's a competition. And I feel like where people really mess up a lot is that they see everything as a competition. And the only competition you really need is yourself. You always need to one up yourself. And a lot Agreed. of people don't really see that. And yeah, I a lot feel of people like, don't really see that. like yeah. the rising tide lifts all boats, right? So like if I help my neighbor, then they'll help me down the line when I need it the most, you know? Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But, and I mean, people think that success will come really easily to them but i mean success is not guaranteed but the struggle is so what are you willing to go to bat for like dylan francis once said he said um overnight success takes about five years mm-hmm. it's true and it yeah it, it's 100 percent true i can yeah. i can i remember hearing that for the first time and i'm like that's it he's right dylan, dylan mm-hmm. francis coming through with the wisdom facts that, that man speaks <laughs> yeah. facts Exactly. Well, what first inspired you to get into music? Ooh. Um. Well, let's take it back all the way, all the way back to to little to little to little VRG, little Vargo. Um, <laughs> little Vargo. <laughs> okay, yeah, so Vargo um, is another name that you have for yourself then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, quick little story. Quick little story. Um, my name before the VRG was Vargo, but this was around like oh. February 2018. Um, the, I didn't know this guy existed, but there was an original Vargo, and his and he was from like Ger- he's from Germany, and he had he's been around since like 2002 or some shit like that, and he was like he made trance, and he he decided to hit me up through my email and was like, oh well first he would like comment on all my stuff and be like oh you little thief you took my name this and oh, that, no. and and then and then um I didn't see it because it was on one of the emails that I don't use. And it ended up on it ended up in my spam. So after that, um, I since I didn't see it, he he ended up contacting SoundCloud and got my SoundCloud removed temporarily. Oh, no you got way. striked? No, I didn't get striked. Like I had no strikes on my SoundCloud to this day. But he literally just um he literally contacted SoundCloud and said, Oh, this guy's um um how did he put it? He said, Oh, Something about his his copyright that I was violating his copyright about his name or something like that, and the only way that I was able to get my SoundCloud back is if I changed my name. And okay. during that time, I was like, like, what do I do? I was on I was on a bus on my way to the airport because from here the airport's like two and a half hours away, so I had to I had a bus. Sounds it. like DIA. DIA is like an hour from us, literally. Damn. Yeah, that's a that's a mission. That's a straight up mission. <laughs> it's a so mission. So I I had a bus it. And I was gonna go to EDC Mexico, which was lit. It was crazy. Um, and I was on the bus. I was like, "So what am I gonna do? Like, what am I gonna change my name to? Because I need to get my SoundCloud back. I can't lose it. I had at the time I had like maybe like eight thousand followers. So I was like, "All right, That's I built all." Still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, "I built all of this up, and like I don't want to lose it." So it was like, "I want it back." So I need. So I guess I'm gonna have to change my name, and that. That weekend, I had a show planned over there, and that was gonna be like my my last show was Vargo, which 
went terribly, like terrible wrong. I only played five minutes and got kicked off. That's how it really? went down. Wow. Because of the name? No, no, just because just I forgot what happened. There was a lot of mix-ups with the set times, and I went on at the wrong time. And yeah, they were like, oh, the people that are supposed to go on, like they're here because they were late. They were playing at another party, so they were late. And they're like, oh, the people that were supposed to play like right now, uh, they're right there. They're they're supposed to go on. And I'm like, fine. Like, I'll just, mm-hmm. I'll play another song and then just dip. I'll get out of here. So I did that. Um, yeah, yeah. So what else happened? Um, that was your send off as Vargo. Basically, it was pretty bad, but yeah. <laughs> I guess. So you shortened it up to VRG. <laughs> Yeah, actually, one of my homies at the time actually gave me the name, but at first I was like, I don't know about it. You know, I'll just, I'll, 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 I'll leave it there. Like, I'll think about some other names, but I'll leave it there. And then after a while, I was like, you know what? VRG. That's what it is. That's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I did that once I got back home and I got my SoundCloud back. I got everything back. And I just started, like, thinking about how I'm going to do everything and, like, new 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 logos like and everything the I was, yeah i was in the airport like just using a random app i was like all right let me think of a logo to like make <laughs> i was just using a random app and i ended up using it for a little bit but i ended up mm-hmm. just getting a, a different one yeah well you got to start somewhere right even if it's a restart yeah 100 percent. and you know mm-hmm. obviously like the rest is history yeah that's which true. that's the way i look at it for sure i was like maybe you know that was supposed to happen you know mm-hmm. like Maybe that that's what I needed to like advance. Honestly, though, it's super clutch that you got all your followers back and you could kind of like salvage the profile. Because I know exactly. I know other artists that that has happened to, and they had to completely scrap their moniker and just start as like a whole new page, whole new artist. So you, it sounds like you got the good end of the stick at least for the situation. <laughs> yeah, 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 hundred percent. I thought I was gonna get the 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 pretty bad end of the stick. Because I really wanted to keep that name. I really, really yeah. wanted to keep that name. But I was like, damn it. But, you know, it is what it is. It is Everything it happens is. for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, we were super excited when Rated R, Frankie, tagged us in your status on Twitter the other day. And you were just like, hey, I really want to tell my story. Like, I've never done a podcast. I've never done an interview. So, I mean, another question that I have for you. I mean, you just told us about one of the biggest challenges that you've had. Since you became BRG, what have been some of the other like bumps that you've recovered from or other challenges that have kind of gotten you to where you are today? Because you're, you're successful. I mean, I don't like to really look at myself as successful yet because mm-hmm. it's like I'm still working because I'm not, I'm not where I want to be 100%. Right. But um, let's see. Another bump. I haven't really seen that many bumps, if okay. I'm being honest. Which is honestly, it's a it's a good thing because like no one really wants to go through like the the bad things, you know, like in the industry. Like no one ever mm-hmm. wants to go through all that. Everyone, every everyone wants to go through like the straight path, but everyone ends up going like this, mm-hmm. curve every around. time, always. But always. the <laughs> but that definitely the biggest challenge would be you know that going through that name change and going through mm-hmm. everything that I just talked about, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, basically. So what have been some of your biggest mentors and influencers in the industry? No, I have a, I have a few, you know, of course, Rated R. It's a, I've known him for a couple of years, a couple of years now. You know, I've seen him grow as a, as a person, as an artist. You know, I still remember him like showing him, I mean, not showing him, him showing me his music. 
And he was like, yeah, this is what I got. And it was some hard-ass dubstep. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, where'd this come from? You know? And I was, and I was like, damn, like, for sure, like, I, I look up to this kid, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I got... Accurate, well, you got you guys went back to back at EDC Orlando last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was probably one of the best shows I played ever. You know, because like it's you know it's EDC. You know, who doesn't want to play at EDC, mm-hmm. even if it's an it's art so car? Like, who doesn't want to play that? Yeah, exactly. it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. And then um, I got Acres too, who definitely a big a big mentor for me. But the biggest mentor for sure that I've had as of late would be Bilo. Bilo is like my um I would consider him like my big brother uh how do you say it my yeah basically my big brother mm-hmm. in, in the scene you know like he's giving me a lot of tips a lot of like w- he would explain to me like how to move you know we keep a constant connection all the time mm-hmm. like we're always talking and he always gives me tips you know you recently played a show with him right a live stream for his birthday yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it was uh yeah last friday yeah last friday at the time of this recording, at least. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bilo, honestly, I've been listening to Bilo for years, and I love his stuff, so it's, I didn't realize you guys were brothers, so, or homies. Yeah, <laughs> like we're close. homies, but, but we, yeah. consider, we, can, we consider each other brothers. Yeah, I've known him for, like, wow, like, five years, five mm. years. And then another another one, too, would be Black Sheep. Black Sheep, Black I've known, Sheep. Him, for, mm-hmm. I've known mm-hmm. him for about five years. That Wongsta remix, though. You know, we love I, that I, remix. I have some cool stories about that remix, but we'll get that we'll get to that in a bit. Um, Ruvlo too. I've known him for about oh, the yeah. same amount of time. Ruvlo. I actually he w- his show here at your mom's house was one of the last shows I saw before the whole city, the whole state shut down. I think Hold it's on, the whole world again? pretty much. Who's, um, Ru- who's Ruvlo? House? Who's house? No, who's your house? You're your talking, mom's you house. No. <laughs> you know who we're no. talking about. Let's go. See you there later. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Nah, <laughs> drop I, I, the I microphone you. and let's go. <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Rovlo, Black Sheep, Acres, Rated R, Bilo, hundred percent the 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 people that are like my biggest mentors in in this industry. Why do you make music? Like, what what do you what makes you tick? What keeps you going? Passion, hundred percent. That's it. Passion, love for music. Because I've always had love for mm-hmm. music since I was like a little kid. You know, like. Uh, basically like i've been what i wanted to do first was like be in a band or like be a drummer and mm-hmm. i basically have like that that generic like like drummer story like i would pull out the pots and pans and just beat on them right that's like the generic drummer Every story. boy growing up yeah, yeah literally <laughs> yeah literally it, it would be that and then you know as time went on my parents would like buy me drum sets or guitars or keyboards Eventually, I did get, like, a couple of DJ sets from other people, but they were, like, oh. the toy DJ sets that you can't really do anything on. Mm-hmm. And um, that's kind of how I got, it's called, that that drive to, like, I guess, pursue something in music. And um, and as time went on, yeah, I got I got those. I started, um, that like, that was my main focus, being a band and mm-hmm. probably be a drummer or something. And... So you were big on drumming then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah. percent. I I drum. I basically drummed all my life, um, all through high school up until you know, obviously when I graduated. Well, when I graduated, I would still show up to to my high school and you know help out the kids, help out the band, you know, and go oh. to pet and go and go to basketball games or football games and you know play with them because you know yeah. they look up 
especially high schoolers, they look up for that person to look up to, you know, and to mm-hmm. see how their 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 future could be one day, you know. Right. So yeah, I wanted set, to, I, set a good example and reassure them that even though they're passionate about it, it's still cool to do what you're passionate about and play yeah. the instrument. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I would I would do that just you know just how you're saying yeah, well your your passion has clearly driven you from before high school into high school and now passion is taking you into the future too and it's super cool to hear artists when they say like yeah I used to be a drummer or yeah I used to play the guitar like I think that always influences their music today yeah mm-hmm. and then um like as time went on too, like watching even watching Netflix shows like especially Stranger Things Stranger Things was the show that kind of really introduced me into like that world of like of, like synthwave like you know the you know the the, the intro like those kinds of synths the those 80s type sound synth you yeah. know that i started looking into so much into that and um, i've been starting to reflect in it a lot more in my music currently i've been using it a lot more and it's been what's it called it just shows you know like the inspiration that that you can just take from literally anything mm-hmm anything but yeah 100% the passion the love for all the music and everything you know that's what that's what that's what drives me 100% yeah well talk about some of your recent releases like how do you come up with all of these and you know do you have the same artists do your covers or is there a theme that you like to go by there's there's really never a theme it's like I literally open my doll I just go at it, go at it, mm-hmm. just just try and come up with something, and it's been it's like, like what that you're for feeling years. day by day. Yeah, yeah, Your mood just, of the I, week. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I always take inspiration from like literally whatever, anything, and um, so I'll usually like, let's say for for uh, for came in this for came in this, it started off as a reference to to Baba Tunde. I referenced that song, and I was like, okay, I want to do something like this, but my way. Yeah. Do it my way <laughs> spin it and it, it's it started out i even i even had it in the in the project too like it was it was like the reference the baseline of the of the song so mm-hmm. i just built off of the original made the, i will first i made the drop and then i just built built around that and eventually just became what it is now for well at least for that the was first a big job. track yeah, su- surprisingly too, you know, like I didn't really expect it to do that well, you know, but for sure like Excision gave it that push because he was playing mm-hmm. it. He was playing it. Where was it? I think it was, he played it at Thunderdome. Yeah. He, he was playing yeah, it. I feel at, like he I've did. heard him play it at least once or twice in the last year or two. That recent, that recent tour that he did before COVID, like shut everything down. Mm-hmm. He was playing it every show. The Evolution tour? Yeah, he played it every show. He played it at EDC Orlando. I was there too, and I was That's like, weird. I was in the, I was in the balcony, right? I was just watching, and then I just hear came in this play, and I'm like, dude. I was like, really? <laughs> and then I. I That's I, like I, a I, heavenly experience when Excision plays your song and you're in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it <laughs> and you was, get to enjoy it. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was nuts because it's like I'd never been in like a festival before either, so so it was like I don't know. It was just another experience for me. Yeah, that's Great. amazing. And then you and you and Frankie did Womp Womp six months ago, about like back oh, in about, February. We started it. Damn, when did we start it? We started it around sometime last year. 
Okay. Sometime, sometime early last year, or mm -hmm. before that, actually. It might have been in, like, damn. Yeah, like, in April last year. April last year, yeah. we started it. Um, and it started out as a completely different song than what it is now. Completely mm -hmm. different. The first drop was about, it was more hard trap-ish. It was more okay. hard trap type sound. And then um, my manager, Alex, he was like, mm -hmm. you know what? You guys should make a harder drop. And then I, I told I told Frankie, and I was like, dude, make a harder drop. Let's see, like, let's see what happens. <laughs> and, the challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, all right, yeah, like, like, let's do it. And he did it. And he made the drop that it is now, but there was something else in in front of it before the actually drop hit the actual drop hit. So there was like a fake drop mm -hmm. before, and then around the time when Lost Lands came around, and Excision played it, well, it was back to back with Millennium. Yeah. That's yeah. When we, and thanks to Excision, the track is what it is basically today. He he made that little. I'm pretty sure he made that edit, or Frankie did it. And I didn't know about it because mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't really know about it till after after a while. But I'm gonna just say that Excision did it. I'm gonna just assume that. Jeff coming through. Yeah, it's not, it sounds, it sounds like a yeah. so, it sounds like a better story. So, so okay. tell us. Jeff Jeff, <laughs> yeah. Jeff Jeff did that 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 edit and he um, put his hands in it. <laughs> yeah, and it just it just went crazy after that. I feel like that's kind of a viral song almost. Like it's like one, two, womp, womp. It's just yeah, like it gets it, stuck in your head, you know? Yeah, that, that. He literally made that vocal from, he recorded it on his iPhone. No way. Frank, Frankie did, he recorded it on his iPhone. People people in the comments or something, they were like, oh, this sounds like a high M ghost vocal. It sounds like you took this from like a pack, this and that. And I'm like, mm -hmm. no, he recorded that on his iPhone. Yeah, literally. Not quite. <laughs> yeah, like dang that's legendary <laughs> iphone mic coming through you know it's clutch put a sock over your iphone yeah. mic and it sounds fire <laughs> hey we all have mics now right <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> i would say that an excision set is incomplete without womp womp mm -hmm. in my personal yeah, opinion a hundred percent you know he he for sure made that song what it is today a hundred percent who would you say are some of your favorite people to work with in the industry, to collaborate with, like either labels or people or like, who do you just love to work with? Uh, label wise, for sure, heavyweights, because, you know, it not only is it is it the is it the, um, the label of probably like my biggest inspiration, you know, Carnage. Mm -hmm. um, but they're just it's just a group of a bunch of cool people, you know, like they all mm -hmm. they all want. They want the best for artists. They're literally the label mm -hmm. that I like to say, like they are, you know, like I said, for the artist. It's genuine the... and good intentions. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That's mm -hmm. all it is. And then when it comes to working with other people, I mean, Milo's really fucking fun to work with. You know, we already have that connection, and you know, it's like someone said the other day, "Oh, you guys are like peanut butter and jelly." And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty true. That's pretty true. But <laughs> yeah. aside from that, like. I really, honestly, really, really do just enjoy working on songs by myself because, mm -hmm. how do you say, um, you can literally get the, the, the most out of your music if it's just you. You have full, you have full creative control. And, like, I don't, I don't say that egotistically, and like, either, you know, mm -hmm. but definitely have the, the most creative control in your music when it's just you. You can get the most out of it. Well, and then you're just trying to be better than yourself. And it's not like bringing anyone else into it. It's just like, okay, I'm going to make this for me and me only. And I'm challenging myself on this project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, too, like I always try to one up myself and just working on, mm -hmm. on music by myself. 
that gives me the the advantage to actually do that. Yeah, right. A couple weeks ago, I was listening to your IG live story, and a lot of people were asking how you landed a spot at EDC. And there's obviously a lot of people who didn't have a chance to tune in and listen to what you had to say. And I just kind of wanted to bring it here and just hear your thoughts on how did you land that spot? And would you say it's doable without a manager or would you need a manager to get a spot at EDC? So the way it really happened was, of course, like we already had our basically, we already had our resume, me, Rated R and Accurate. We already had our resume. We had all the support. We had all the shows that we have played, you know, during the year. So we, we already had all that built up. So my manager just pitched all of us into the talent buyer of EDC Orlando. And um, he was, he looked into it and he was like, yeah, like this is definitely like a good fit. So they put Acres on circuit grounds. He opened circuit grounds and an art car. Mm-hmm. And, oh, wow, and then, yeah, he got, the, he got a double set that day. Um, and then they put, they obviously put me and Raider on that back to back on the art car. Mm-hmm. That's so sick though. Yeah, that, even even the art car, it was crazy because Kinetic Field it was right and literally right in front of you. Mm-hmm. So and when we were playing, um, it was like during around the time when the sunset had already set. It was basically like a sunset set, I guess. Almost yeah, like the best lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and and like I remember, I remember like after a while, I looked up and there was a drop. I forgot what song it was, but. Uh, a drop was playing and I look up and like the fireworks from kinetic field were like they were you know they that's when they when they lit up and the, the stage and all that and I was like what the fuck like I didn't expect that that's when you're was, like you know, oh it's so magical here at EDC and I felt like time really slowed down during that set you know for us to process that moment because you know for me at least you know being from here from such a small town it's like you really have nothing here because it's literally nothing. 3,000 people. No one does what I do. No festivals, really. No shows. Nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. All we have is fucking soccer fields and gas stations. That's it. Hey, gotta have those, though. Yeah. Yeah. And, Just um, throw a set at the soccer field, yeah. right? A soccer set. Soccer yeah, set I'm at with, Sunrise. I'm with Sunset. it. I'm with it. <laughs> Football. No, yeah. I know. Speaking about that, too, like, I used to make mixes for like the soccer team you know we just play like oh, during cool. their warm-ups and all that yeah mm-hmm. yeah and you were the team artist team dj <laughs> basically and that i mean only did i only did that like twice but um <laughs> yeah that that and then the whole thing about that it's like I'm, I'm pretty sure it's achievable without a manager you know just have that resume like i said have that resume have that support you know mm-hmm. pitch it into if you have those connections like yourself definitely try and pitch in all that to, yeah. to the talent buyer and i'm pretty sure you'll get a slot so chrissy and i were always sending each other like motivational quotes and we're always mm-hmm. following all these big accounts just trying to <laughs> hold each other accountable with our goals and all of that and there was one quote that said networking gets you through doors degrees cannot mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it holds true yeah. it's it's really true literally even with us with dubstep fbi mm-hmm. we wouldn't get to where we are today without having all these connections. Yeah. And it's like you were saying, I mean, that quote from Dylan Francis, success happens, it takes five years for success to happen overnight, right? Well, it's like you have to do one thing every day that's so easy to do that most people don't do it. And then if you just do like 10 minutes every day, 
for five years, then you'll be super successful. But it's it's about consistency and doing the little things consistently. It's yeah. 100%. It's literally just consistency, consistency mm-hmm. like doing doing it every day as much as you can. Like, yeah. like I say, like usually I say I like to say that when I'm not working on music, I'm still working on music. Mm-hmm. It's going Somehow. around in your head, you're emailing, you're liking in your, your dreams. dreams. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, or like I'll do like an edit for a set or something, something simple like that. Like there's still, there's always something to do. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. Well, what do you think the scene is going to be like next year? I mean, a lot of people think that we'll still be quarantined. Who knows, honestly. But how is music and dubstep going to change after this whole pandemic kind of dies down? I 100% feel like next year... It's going to be the year of the bedroom producer. Mm-hmm. We've been lo- saying that, yeah. yeah. A lot of these bedroom producers have been making some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it blows my mind how, how crazy their stuff is. Because I'm like, how do they do this? Like, I've been doing this for so long. And then you find out they, they're like, they're, they've only been working on music for like two, three years. And you're, then you just hear like, how? Like, teach me. Like, teach <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. See, and that's great because you can learn something from people who you maybe didn't know before or people who are just now coming into the scene. They'll teach you things. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it sucks because people don't really look at it that way and they like to take advantage of these kids. Mm -hmm. It's sad. It's sad. but. What do you mean? You mean like they just kind of jump on a track with them or like how? They scam them or like... Let's say, like, for example, they'll... They'll play their music every single time, but then they'll ghost them like whenever like they don't ask for a they don't um, what's called them they don't want to work with them. Mm-hmm. But they'll take their song and play it out. Yeah, they'll play their song a lot, or they'll just keep asking for music, mm-hmm. but they won't ask to work with them. Yeah, or like shout them out where credits do. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. But hundred percent, like the bedroom producers are definitely coming up this year, and all the people that were like all the fake ones at least. Mm-hmm. They're going to go down, down the drain. Downhill. They're going to go down. Next. On, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's how I feel like it's going to be. What do you think of all these dubstep drive-ins? Ooh. I mean, I honestly have mixed feelings about it because it's like I miss playing shows 100%. Mm-hmm. I for sure miss playing shows, being in front of people, you know, testing out a track, you know, hearing their reaction. But then yeah. you got to think about it. Like, COVID is a real thing. Like, I get it. Like, um, the media overhypes it a lot. There's a lot of weird things happening with all the cases and all this, mm-hmm. but you, you just gotta be, um, you gotta be aware of all the all the all the risks that comes with it. So yeah. let's 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 put it this way: let's say there's an artist that's playing said driving, yeah, and this person doesn't know he has COVID, so he goes and plays the show, and obviously he's gonna be infecting, you know, the 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 mixer, the CDJs and all that, even though it's, you know, mm-hmm. even though they're going to be disinfecting the stage, which is, it's a good thing. But then think about it. Like, what if they're going to go up to everybody they know and they're going to be like, Oh, what's up? Something, you know, cause I know personally, yeah. I know that I would go up to people that I haven't seen for a while. And I'll be like, Oh, what's up? Yeah. Just talk shit. And then, um, and then let's say they go out into the crowd and they're saying, what's up to everybody shaking their hand giving them a hug and it just poses a risk to 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 everybody there but yeah and the whole production team and the crew and the staff is just yeah you you take the risk and i don't know it may be worth the risk but 
when you have asymptomatic people going around, it's just like a yeah, silent I, killer. That's why I just say like your best bets for sure. Just stay home, just perfect your craft, yeah. you know, work on your craft and you'll be, you know, you'll be safe. You'll be, you'll be chilling. Yeah, exactly. So besides making music, what do you do during the day? Do you like work? Do you and work out? Like, I don't know, just what's your daily routine yeah. like? <laughs> well, I'm just curious. Well, of course, like working out 100%. That's like the yeah. first thing I do every what day. Do you, li- do you lift weights? Do you do cardio? or? I do I do home workouts. So I usually do like oh, nice. push-ups, push-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, like today, I did a bunch of push-ups. And I have, a, I have an app that usually guides me and tells me what to do. And my manager actually put me onto that. It's called Home Workout Simple. And there's a bunch of home workouts for like chest, you know, arms, mm-hmm. shoulder and back. It's cool. It's cool. It's, it's helped me a lot for sure. And um, that's nice because mm-hmm. you don't have to buy a membership to anything. You can just do it in the convenience of your own place. Yeah, literally. literally I just I just do everything in my in my in my room. Yeah, I used to work out at Orange Theory. I was an Orange Theory gym rat, so I would go like five days a week. That shit was 160 bucks a month. And when COVID happened, obviously, nah. obviously they nah. froze our memberships. But now, thanks to COVID, I figured out my home, my own home workout routine. And mm-hmm. I canceled my membership last month when things went back to normal-ish, normal-ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they were allowing you to work out, but you, the only way to work out was if you're wearing your mask and imagine Mm. running like 10 miles per hour on the treadmill going all out and you have to wear your mask and then imagine wearing glasses yeah another thing yeah it it was not very fun yeah it sucks it sucks but i mean you just gotta like you just gotta work with what you got so i just stuck with the home workout so i do that and then you know obviously like i'll shower and freshen up after that and then i'll just get straight to work on music Mm-hmm. Just straight to work and music. You're basically a full time producer right now. Yeah, I've been I've been a full time producer. Like I've had my nine to five jobs before. Like I used to work mm-hmm. at gas station. I worked at two. I got fired at one and I left one, you know, to 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 um pursue everything like full time. Yeah. Do you mind us asking why you got fired? <laughs> I don't even know to this day. I literally showed oh, up one day. That's a rip I, literally, I literally showed up one day. It was the it was the week after I came back from Miami for Miami Music Week, and I was like hyped to go back to work. I was like, all right, let's get this bread, like let's yeah. do it. And and then I go in and they're like, oh, you don't you don't have to go in today. Like here's your check. I'm just like they cash you what? out right away. Right away, and I was so confused leaving. And I called the I called the manager, and she was like, oh, um, the employer said that they're done with you. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, oh, they're just done with you. And I was just like, oh, all right. I just hung up and just left, and I had the, I had the shirt. I still had the shirt from it. And I didn't I didn't give it back to them. I was like, no oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it. Fuck that. They can ask you politely for it. No. <laughs> yeah, they never they never hit me back. They never hit me back for the shirt. I kept it. I just threw it away. Yeah, you don't want that. I'd burn it. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't, but I wouldn't mean, even throw it away. I'd burn it. <laughs> I kind of I kind of have an idea why they fired me though, because I mean. I would work with headphones in, which I don't get why would they, they would get pissed off about that. Because it's like, for me, at least listening to music helps me work a lot harder. Yeah, you're focused. Yeah, it helps me stay focused. But at the same time, there there was a couple of times when I would smoke on the job. But like, mm-hmm. I would smoke like kind of discreetly. Yeah. And there's and like I would and I would do it with my coworker, and he would he said that he would do that shit all the time. So I'm like, oh okay, like I guess it's cool. 
so I would yeah. do it and it helped me a lot except like there was there was a couple times one time I blacked out I don't even know what the hell happened oh man <laughs> yeah and then there was another time where where like everything was moving so slow everything was moving so slow but I mean I was still able to like do my job do my job anyway yeah I I feel like that they fired you because they were jealous that you went to Miami Music Week you facts you probably know, big I, facts. I, remember, <laughs> I remember that I remember that week too I was like that was like the week that I got my first glimpse of like what I could kind of like oh. what I was capable of as a producer I guess because mm-hmm. that was when I did a remix of Hefe by Bumas Cartel like and it was like yeah. popping off it was popping off during that time and it got played mm-hmm. five times in one night yo that's huge it was crazy I was there and it got every time it got played I was like again wow like again yeah well that was a sign for you you know (laughs) you were better off without the job to focus on other things Mm -hmm. yeah thousand percent and then after that I just well I ended up getting another job at the other gas station that was across the street Mm -hmm. oh the competitor yeah it was literally a competitor (laughs) competitor. everyone would go go there it's um um the one that I used to work at before that one was a chevron and the one across it was was a, a Sinclair. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. know what Sinclair is, but of course the dinosaur gas station. Yes, we yeah, have we that. Lo- I love that dino. <laughs> yeah, we have that in front of the in front of our store, and people would like get on it, take pictures of it. And recently, they put masks on it because of COVID, so it doesn't get oh, COVID. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I worked there for a while, for a good while, up until August in 2018. I think was when I left. Mm-hmm. And I honestly really enjoyed working there. And, you know, because of the whole COVID thing, I'm thinking about going back. But at the same time, it's like I'm posing a risk for myself, too, because mm-hmm. of COVID again. But, yeah. oh, well, you know. Yeah. And I don't find, like, I for sure don't find shame in, like, having a regular job as I for, like, producing. I did yeah. that for a while. Yeah. So, I mean, YOLO, I yeah. guess. <laughs> really, there's no shame in that. So, mm-hmm. and I mean... Never. If you can support yourself right now without a job, then mm-hmm. I say just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, unless you're, I mean, unless you're really, really bored, and yeah, <laughs> when yeah, the I boring mean, factor comes in, then it's time yeah. to reconsider. Yeah, luckily, like I'm doing production lessons and like uh, oh, mixing yeah, and mastering that. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm doing that, uh, and that's been helping a lot. Actually, that's been helping a lot. Yeah, I got I've gathered a good amount of money from that. Good. Well, and that helps too because it keeps you occupied and and you're hearing new things and it's always like something fresh coming your way. Yeah, it helps a lot. Plus, it's like a win-win. It's because it's like I'm learning, they're learning. It's helping me improve. It's helping them improve. You know, it just works both ways. Of course. A win-win. Well, we we have a couple more questions for you. We're going to lead into the lightning round here, if you're okay with that. Let's do it. All right, so answer these questions with as simple as possible, as fast as possible, and we'll jump right in, okay? First question. If you're a raver, would you rather stay in a hotel or camp? Camping because I've never done it. I've never been camping. Oh, yeah, good answer. I mean, okay, I just want to jump in because if you've never been to a festival, I feel like you always, you should camp. Just to say that you've done it, you've experienced it, just Mm -hmm. give it a try. Yeah. It can get really dirty. Like last year at Lost Land, it rained like two out of three nights and it was just 
a wook fest. Like everyone was so gross. So but stinky. I'll never forget that because it was just of all about the overall experience, right? Even if the weather was bad or if we forgot our stove yeah. or something like that. <laughs> it's all about the experience. It's always all about the experience. Exactly. Plus, right, I've, never really, I, I've never really kept in general either. We, we've been going camping every weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mountains out here call us in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like you guys are literally like in the middle of nowhere where all there is is mountains mm-hmm. and weed. Yeah, mountains, weed, and uh, dubstep. What more could you ask for? That facts. <laughs> all right, next question. Base capital, is it Denver or Montreal? That's tough. I've never been to any of them, any of them but... Oh, yeah, I'll say Denver. Hey, <laughs> 303. Yes. <laughs> All right. Bro step or rhythm? Trap. Okay. Yeah, we like to hear it. <laughs> I'll do trap. All right. Serum or face plant? Face plant, 100%. It's more, it's more, it's more diverse. Yeah. That's what I've heard a lot. Yeah. Okay. Pineapple on your pizza, yes or no? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. SoundCloud or Spotify? SoundCloud, because there's a lot of hidden gems on there. Okay, company or 12th planet? 12th planet, an OG. Legend, yeah. Ableton or FL Studio? FL gang all day, baby. FL, FL, come on. You and Frankie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 150 or 140 BPM? 150 easy well you have to choose one festival to play at would it be and these are the main stages main stage at edc las vegas or lost lands i'll do edc vegas just because that's been like probably like my dream festival to play at since ever it's like the godfather of all festivals literally if it wasn't for that festival a lot of these other festivals would probably not existed Mm-hmm. You know you've made it when you've played main stage, Kinetic Field. 100%. Or, or the one that I really want to play is Cosmic Meadow. Oh, Cosmic the Meadow. Meadow. I love Cosmic yeah. Meadow. That's I love I all the really stages. Mm-hmm. Even Corona Beach would be fun. Oh, yeah. Corona Beach. I've been to the one in, in Edith Orlando, at least, and it's crazy. It's lit. It gets mm-hmm. fire. Yeah, I was watching a live stream of it from a couple years ago, and the beach, the Corona Beach at EDC Orlando looks, like, better than the Corona Beach at EDC Vegas. It does. Shout out, Corona. Hey, (laughs) shout out. (laughs) Cheers. Thank you, Corona, for sponsoring this episode. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I mean, honestly, though, this podcast wouldn't even have come to existence or fruition without Corona, so. Mm -hmm. It's true. Or Dubstep FBI, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, cor- we like, we came out of Corona pretty much. It launched us. That's, Especially that's, since everyone was going fun. online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, captive audience kind of back in April. Everyone was like sitting in front of their computers for hours. <laughs> I feel like I would enjoy doing this like more rather than like, well, I, I, I'd like to do like a face-to-face podcast too. But like this is, this I mm-hmm. guess this gets the job done. You know, yeah. it works. This yeah. is the new normal. It works. It works, and it's and we're also used to it. We're also used to being on like FaceTime and Zoom nowadays after six months of being quarantined. Yeah, that too. Everyone's just like, literally, everyone's just on Zoom now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just chilling with their friends. Yeah, Zoom happy hour. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a thing. 
yeah that's a thing zoom happy hour mm-hmm. my work hosts um they're called like hangouts on google hangouts but they're technically happy yeah. hours so they'll host it on lunchtime or after work every other week Damn, imagine imagine in the future saying oh yeah i blacked out on google hangouts oh no that sounds miserable <laughs> <laughs> hey at least you're already home though you're in the safety of your own couch if you're blacked out on hangouts that's very true very true yeah well is there any final words that you have for our audience like what do you want them to know that we haven't asked you oh let's see uh there's an ep dropping later this year for sure keep an eye out for that okay oh you best bet we will yeah and then let's see what else i feel like i've covered most of like everything that i've been wanting to say but Another thing, I know there's a lot of people that have been wanting to give up during this quarantine. One thing I want to say, don't give up. Literally, if you think, if you want to give up, don't. Because you never know when your big break is really going to happen. And you never know if it's going to be right after quarantine. Don't give up what you're doing. Keep at it. And of course, as always, thank you for all the support. You know, we got a lot of cool things coming on the way. A lot of cool collabs. Hopefully, there's going to be one a huge one huge one this year i mean or this month oh, okay. actually we see huge you. We one see you. can you can you share any information um i'm trying to think of a hint but yeah give um, us a little hint if you can we'll have our audience guess in the <laughs> comments everyone will have to guess in the comments <laughs> who they think uh, it'll be. <laughs> let's see he's been making house lately that's all i'm gonna say He's okay. been he's been he's been making house lately, and he used to he used to what's it called. He used to brand himself with Chipotle. That's all I'm gonna say. Hmm, that Chipotle part throws me off. Does it really? I mean, yeah. the when you said house, I automatically thought house loads, right? Dub loads. Oh shit! He's been making house. I don't know that. No. <laughs> I did house not loads. know that. But yeah, see, I'm house. like Chipotle. Hmm, burritos. I don't. I'm definitely spacing right now, but I'm if sure someone been, will pick it up. If you, yeah, if you've been an OG in the game for a while, you'll you'll they'll probably know. They'll probably know. Cool. Our audience will definitely know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Let's see what they say. <laughs> well, Daniel, we really appreciate you for joining this third episode mm-hmm. of the Filthy Beat Inspectors. We really enjoyed hearing your story. Yeah. I appreciate you guys for giving me the platform. 100. percent Thank you yeah. guys. Also, Anytime. also one thing. Also, one thing, everyone needs to take a shot for all the times that I said 100%. Oh, okay. I, I think I, said, I counted at least eight. I'm pretty sure. It was, it, was probably, it was probably more than that, honestly. Yeah. If we <laughs> if we took a shot during this podcast, we probably I'd probably be blacked out on the floor. Especially because, yeah. you know, this altitude out here. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a California girl, so yeah. one or two drinks out here, I'm donezo. I'm a lightweight. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather just smoke. I don't really drink yeah. that much anymore. We'll turn it into a game, though. We'll put that in the comments. Like, drink every time you hear hear him say one hundred percent. We have we have our catchphrases too. We I've noticed them doing this podcast, and we say certain things a lot. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who've been listening, we always say we love to see it. <laughs> I heard so, that a lot. I heard that like four times. 
Yep. See, we all have the catchphrases. And then it's like when your friend has a catchphrase, you pick it up after a couple of weeks of being around them. And then you both just start to like echo each other. Yeah. Thanks to you and Hi Zombie. <laughs> you guys like made me say we love to see it like all Shout the damn Hi time. Hi Shout out Hi Zombie too. We have, I'm, I'm waiting for stems from him. What's up with that? Let him know. Oh, they're on the way. He told me to tell you today that they're coming. Oh, thank God. Yeah, we we expedited it. Far, uh, yeah. I hope he, I hope he's doing well. I saw I saw that he kind of messed up his jaw or something like that. Yeah, he's doing better. And he, today's his birthday better. actually. So. Oh really? Happy At the day of this Hazombie. recording. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so hi, happy birthday, Hot Zombie. I'm probably gonna message you on Facebook and say that, but happy birthday anyway. <laughs> Well, thank you again and stay safe out there to everyone yeah. listening. Stay safe and um, be sure to tell the people that you love that you love them and take care of yourselves. Yeah. Spread Wear positivity. A Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah. And we will see you all at the next rave soon enough. Yeah. Yes. That's the plan. <laughs> Thanks the plan. so much for your time today, Danny. It was nice chatting with you. Yeah, 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 yeah of course.